0: Talbot talks with Katie Talbot. Hi and welcome to another podcast. So I'm a little bit late getting this one out and I do apologize. Um it's been a busy couple of days and I haven't I haven't had a chance to um actually stop and write up the blog or at the or record the podcast, but I have now. Um and here it is. So yesterday was World Parkinson's Awareness Day, and the month of April is World Parkinson's Awareness Month, um, as well as Irritable Syndrome Month. Um, so I thought with World Parkinson's Awareness Day being yesterday, we'd have a look at the benefits of exercise for individual, individuals with Parkinson's disease. So For those who don't know what Parkinson's disease is, it's a progressive and debilitating condition that affects many areas of the nervous system. Um, Parkinson's can cause tremors, um, limp stiffness, slow movements and freezing or absence of movement um, as well as balance problems. Parkinson's can also cause um, other motor and non-motor impairments um, such as anxiety and depression, Um, impaired cognition, sleep disorders, and pain. Parkinson's, as well as the medications associated with the condition or used to treat the condition can also affect the automatic function of the body as well. So it's important to remember these um, when looking at exercising or or when prescribing exercise to someone with Parkinson's disease. So exercise, when used in conjunction with medication, um, can reduce the symptoms experienced, improve mobility, muscle muscle strength and balance, as, re- as well as reducing falls, risk, falls risks and um, can potentially slow the disease progression. Exercise can also have positive effects on mood fatigue, pain, constipation and may also improve cognition and sleep. These benefits can help um, the individual with Parkinson's to maintain independence, um, you know, to be able to complete their activities of daily living independently still, um, have, you know, independent community engagement still, but also it helps improve their quality of life. It also provides these individuals with a management strategy that they're actively participating in. So it's not just, you know, a doctor telling them to take this medication or, um, you know, someone else saying you need to do this and this and this. They can actively participate in this form of management strategy. So um, with the exercise recommendations, there is no one specific type of exercise that has been demonstrated to be the most beneficial for those with Parkinson's. Um, It's recommended though that aerobic exercise be um, be conducted, that's the word I was looking for, conducted on most days of the week for about 30 minutes in duration. Things like sedentary bike riding or brisk walking are examples of how this can be achieved as long as it is safe to do so and the participant is capable of doing so. Exercise programs should focus on movement complications by initially practicing simplified movements with gradual progression and introduction of directions and challenges. So let's say someone wants to improve their walking ability, whether it be for work or um, pleasure or just general need to get around. Um, The task of walking, initially be performed on a flat surface with no directions no obstructions no other um, cognitive challenges just simply walking and as the individual's ability progresses with this walking we can then add in directions or uneven surfaces or you know maybe a step up and over or they've got to um step on some stepping stones um you know and other cognitive challenges like that um, can then be incorporated into their training to help them progress this walking ability so that they can walk on uneven surfaces independently and walk upstairs independently and all that sort of stuff to help maintain their independence. It's also important to remember that exercise preferences for the type of exercise, location and delivery methods need to be considered as well. Um, And dance and Tai Chi are also recommended as options for improving the individual's balance and creating a support network. Exercise, that is enjoyable for anyone, like for the, just in the general population. Um, If it's enjoyable and meaningful, you're more likely to do it and you're more likely to be effective. It's more likely to be effective, sorry. And this is the same when you're training anyone. And this is particularly the same with those who have Parkinson's. Exercise that is enjoyable and meaningful is more likely to be effective as a person is more likely to do it and to continue to do it for the long term. So the adherence to this exercise program will be, will be greater if the exercise that they're doing is something that they enjoy. And that's just generally speaking as well. Um, if you enjoy an exercise, you're gonna do it. Like, you know, if you enjoy playing rugby, you're gonna play rugby. If you enjoy working at the gym, you're gonna do it. Like, when you find something you enjoy, you're more likely to do it. So it's important when either A, you're starting to participate, you have um, a friend who wants to participate, or, you know, you've, you're recommending something, get them to think about what they have previously enjoyed and what they enjoy doing now and also recommend that they see um, an exercise physiologist or a physiotherapist um, to help them model a exercise program that will be beneficial and enjoyable for them. It's important also to remember that exercise is not a one-size-fits-all thing um, and it should be individualised to the participants taking into consideration their symptoms, the stage of the disease, their falls risk, their goals and their exercise preferences. Um, As Parkinson's progresses, so Parkinson's is a progressively degenerative disease and um, as the individual's um, symptoms and um, ability progresses the exercise program will need to be reviewed and modified to how they're presenting at that given time. So an ex- like I said before, um, an accredited exercise physiologist or a physiotherapist can design individual exercise programs for people with Parkinson's and referral is recommended for people experiencing increasing disability and or falls. So that is exercise and Parkinson's disease in a nutshell The main thing to remember is um, safety. You know, like those with Parkinson's are at an increased risk of falls due to the nature of Parkinson's disease and how it affects the body. So um, it is important to remember that, you know, if you're going walking with them, stand nice and close so you can support them if they need it or make sure there's a rail that they can Hold on to um, if they need to go upstairs, make sure that they're holding on to the rails if they need to or that they're close to the rail. Um, And just little considerations like that are really, really important. If they are wanting to start an exercise program or they are experiencing increasing disability and falls, it's important to get them to see the appropriate allied health professional and like I said earlier an accredited exercise physiologist I tried to combine it all into one word and it just didn't didn't work um, or physiotherapist um, are the best options for that if you have any questions following um, this podcast please feel free to contact me I will put the link to some resources And the blog in the description and I'll do the same on the blog so whichever way you decide to look at this one or um, or whichever way you prefer to get your information it's all there they're all linked Um, yeah I will I'm gonna go I've got a few things to do this afternoon Um, I hope you're all having a lovely day night afternoon morning whatever it is when you're listening to this and i will chat to you all soon let me know if there's any particular conditions you want discussed um any topics it doesn't have to be necessarily exercise and a condition related it could just be benefits of benefits of exercise in general or how um you know, it doesn't have to necessarily be a condition. It could be how to rehab knees, how to rehab shoulders. What are the general guidelines for that sort of stuff? Um, so let me know. Or it could even be about goal setting. Like That's another big part of rehab is goal setting and how we, um, how we actually set achievable goals. So if you're interested in that sort of take on things as well, let me know and I can something together i am going to shoot off and i will talk to you all soon bye talbot talks with katie talbot